Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, this is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us today. We are going to continue on our inner work this week, and we're going to focus in on self-worth and value. And it's a springboard from last week. Uh, we talked about dependency. And just to kind of recap from that seed dialogue, because by no means can we cover it all in one hour. However, I did post on my site the list that I read over the patterns. And you can go back and look at them online. It helps to be able to visually read them. But to recap, those patterns were denial patterns, low self-esteem patterns, avoidance patterns, compliance patterns, control patterns. And I did have a listener ask, well, she felt like she definitely could identify that she was participating in some dependency patterns but wanted to know what to do next. And as mentioned to the person that called in, once you identify what your patterns are and maybe where you are having dependent, codependent relationships, if you feel like they're not in balance that you'd like to do some work on them, choose one area to work on. So if it's with your mother or if it's with your partner or your friend, choose that one area to work on. And more than likely, as you bring attention and awareness to that area, you're going to clean up a bunch of different patterns all at once. And what's really wonderful to do is just to write about how you've been participating and how you can remove yourself from those codependent relationships. Now, a great point that was brought up today was that you can only be responsible for you. You can't point it out. I don't recommend telling someone they're codependent. I don't recommend telling them what they need to change. We are the only people on this planet that can actually decide that we want to do some inner work. We're we're open to transformation. And when we do that, then our relationships around us will definitely change and some fade away. So just be aware of that. You can move through it very mindfully, very gracefully, and very humbly. So again, just do your work, and then you could share what you're experiencing. Share that you realize, like, wow, you know, I didn't realize I was in a codependent relationship, and it feels so liberating not to be participating in that anymore. And then they might have questions as to what that's all about, and then you can share from there. So to springboard from codependency, typically when we are participating, like most of our society is, in codependent relations on a macro or a micro level, we on some level have a low sense of potentially self-worth in one area or another in our life. And this is especially more than likely if you are suffering from any type of addiction issues. So if you are addicted to smoking, addicted to Diet Coke, if you're addicted to gambling, if you're addicted to sex, shopping, you name it, running, whatever it is, if you have an addiction, there's something that you're not comfortable within yourself that you're trying to either fill a void or just pacify or numb self. So that's a an indicator, a baseline indicator that on some level your self-esteem is low, there's an insecurity, there's a deep-rooted maybe fear or anxiety that needs to be healed. So today we're going to focus on self-worth and how we are valued in our life. And truly the only person that can provide us with that self-worth and confidence is self. So 
We do, though, look outside of us to give us kind of a feedback, a check and balance that, hey, I'm starting this new business and this is what I perceive my value to be, yet um, I'm not getting that response, that feedback loop. So that would be a healthy way to determine, you know, if your business plan or even in your family situation, is everyone really honoring and in a reciprocal relationship with you so you feel that you're valued in those relationships. So what we'll do is we're going to start right now and we're going to go through what self-worth is, how do we feel appreciated, how do we feel valued in our exterior world and then our interior world. Because the interior world, if it's at peace, then it tends to make some nice magic for us in the exterior world. Then we're going to identify at least one of those areas that we might need to work on in the exterior world and the interior world. And then from there, we're going to look at some of the patterns that tend to devalue us or the masks we put up that show us that we really aren't confident yet in what we're doing or who we are. And that's okay. We can really be gentle with ourselves and just realize like, wow, I really need to maybe think about how do I boost my confidence in this area or that. And then from there, we're going to talk about establishing boundaries. The quickest way to actually connect with your worth and understand your value and have confidence is to have really clear boundaries in your work, in your personal life, and the environment around you so they're aligned with your inner truths. When we're not aligned with our inner truths, we tend to operate through things not confidently because it's not truth for us. You know, if you aren't um, confident that you know a certain amount of material and then you're put up and have to teach it, you might make it through it, but you might not feel that you're standing there in a high self-esteem, in your highest integrity, and it may make you feel anxiety, fear, uh, and then also like you're not worthy to be in that position. And then finally, we'll talk about how we can love ourselves. We're going to go through a heart meditation, and then we'll wrap up with some practice, how we can practice this next week on our dependency patterns and then also our exterior and interior love, appreciation, and confidence, self-worth, how we can work on that. Right now, if any of you have any questions, please feel free to call in. You can call in at uh, 866- Oh, that's not... Oh, I'm sorry. One more. We'll try that again. 646-200-0069. Again, it's 646-200-0069. Or we have a live chat going. You could put a question on there for at the end of the show we'll answer some questions that listeners have sent in and or live questions so let's start at the top what is your self-worth do you feel that you are valued and confident in your relationships in the exterior world we're going to look outside of ourselves right now if you look at your relationships with your family do you feel that they appreciate you for what you're doing and if not just write down no, family doesn't appreciate me, and then you'll be able to come back to it. And then put really high or low, just like, or, or a range, one through ten. Ten being they really value you, one is not at all. Next one is friends. Do your friends value you? Are you appreciated by them? Or do you find yourself in relationships where people are always calling on you, but they're not really reciprocating 
and it's not a balanced relationship. And does that, how does that make you feel? Are you feeling not appreciated, not loved, not confident in those relationships and always saying sorry, having doubt, how you can interact with those people, always in a pleasing mode? And then also in your exterior relationships, partners, how do you relate to someone that you're intimate with? Are you worried about what they're going to think about you? Are you worried that you're not saying the right things or doing certain things? Do you hold back and not communicate because you don't have the confidence within self? So on each one of those, check in. How do you feel you're valued in your family, friends, and partners? And if you all of a sudden go towards complaining about the other people, it's probably an indicator that you don't feel valued in those relationships. And when we go to the interior, you'll see how you can take control of yourself and do the inner work, and then that will change the reflections on the outside. Next up, business. How are you valuing yourself and your work? And are you utilizing your talents? And do you feel you're being overlooked? So if you don't feel like you're valued in your work, that you you actually should be earning more or even just acknowledged in the workplace or have a bigger clientele or there should be more depth with your work or you find yourself compromising that which you love to do because you're afraid that you won't be valued when you really step out as a painter or step out as a musician. You have hesitation. So note that there if you have low self-confidence in areas that you're you're working at to bring in sustenance for your life. And if you do, note, write it down. Okay, I, I'm not feeling super confident and we'll get into why later. Community. Are you confident in community? Are you connected in your community? Do you tend to feel that you have nothing to offer your community? And it's a bigger topic, but just think about how you you see yourself in the world and what your thread is and how you're connected to the big picture and then your micro picture. And so see if you feel like you could have a voice or you want to have a voice. And again, do you feel confident, uh, appreciated, a sense of self-love in those situations where you can just do anything given the opportunity. Now let's think about your place in the world. If you remember back when you were a child, maybe you had aspirations to do this, go to the moon or be a doctor or become... um, a librarian, whatever it might be, or become an amazing uh, photographer, whatever the talent might be, or a dancer. If you had aspirations and now you're looking back or about to embark on your career, what are you feeling about your place in the world? Are you confident about your place in the world? Or do you even know where you want your place to be in the world? And what do you feel you have to contribute to the world? And are you, you not sure about that? answer. If you're not sure, again, that's showing that you're not completely confident. You don't have this inner knowing, this, I can say this in one minute, this is what I'm here to do for the world. Even if you don't have a business plan or uh, chart it out in a linear, rational mind, but if you just know in your heart, like, I just really want to help people, or I want to save lives, or I want to feed people in other countries, or I want to set up a mission... Whatever it might be, if you can really confidently know that, just check in and see if do you know that place. 
So as you look at exterior relationships, business, community, your place in the world, ask yourself also if you do crave high visibility, say you have an aspiration to be um, in an arena that we would call famous or fame and fortune, why do you want to be in those areas and are you confident that you can get there and go back to your dependency patterns as to why you would want that? Is is the success the driving point or is it what you're doing the driving point? Those are It's a very different effect. If you're in love with playing basketball and you succeed all the way through to a professional status and to a coaching status and everything about your life is connected to playing basketball and you you achieve fame in that process yet you went there because of your passion because your drive and you had humility during that process it's going to be a very different experience than from someone for example uh, I'll use example entertainment field I see a lot of this they maybe succeed, but they're not confident in themselves. They have a low self-esteem. Believe it or not, many people in the entertainment business are not comfortable with themselves. So think about what you could do in your life, what your purpose is, and do you have confidence that you will carry that with you all the way through and that it makes you really, really happy when you're doing it? Do you love cooking? Do you love swimming? What do you love doing? And do you feel that you could do that for the rest of your life? Or do you need to do several things? That's fine, too. Just connect to where you have that confidence. Now, as we look at the exterior, I want you just to take a moment and just write down really quick relationships you feel you're really confident in your relationships or not so confident. Just write it down. Business, your uh interaction with the business world, do you feel that you're valued, that you're confident where you're going, and you know in your gut, in your solar plexus, that you're going to get there. You feel really strong about it. If you have doubt, write it down. Then go back to community. What's your voice in your community? What is your tribe? Do you feel confident that you have one, and how are you cultivating it? And then what is your place in the world? What is your cosmic purpose? (laughs) What is your global purpose, macro purpose, and again, you're contributing to whatever area or areas that might be, and that has an impact on all of us. So make those notes, and then now we're going to go into the interior. So we have kind of a macro view of ourselves where we might not um, be as confident and would like to have more confidence and more uh, willingness to stand in that position but without fear or trepidation or doubt. But now we've got to go inside and check out where is this coming from. So look at the interior and see what's happening with my self-image. Am I confident in my self-image? Do I know how I want to look every day? Do I know how I want to stand out in the world? Do I second-guess myself a lot? Ask yourself these questions. A, am I just confident? Check in. Are you confident with everything you do? And if the answer is no, that's all right. Just write it down. Do you love your mind, body, and spirit? Check in. Do you love that body? doesn't matter what shape or size you are, but do you love it? Answer honestly. Do you love your mind? Are you really happy with, who you are 
And are you really aligned with your inner and outer self? Do you feel really satisfied with your your place, like I said, in the world? But just as a person, do you feel really satisfied at who that person is on the inner and outer side? So sit with that. Am, am I really satisfied? Do I feel really confident and I really value who I am just for myself? I feel like what a blessing. So as you you ask yourself that, the final question is, do you love yourself? And just honestly ask yourself, if we go back to the dependency issues and you recognize that you're in especially personal relationships, codependent relationships, ask yourself, do you really love yourself by yourself with no one else around? Can you be happy? Do you amuse yourself? Do you make yourself laugh? Do you feel comfortable with family and friends and community and do not need anyone else to provide you with that joy? It doesn't mean that you can't have a partner or family or friends, but do you feel completely whole as an individual? See what the answer is. Now, if any of these above exterior and interior items came up where you felt that you just were a little wavering, you have doubt, you have trepidation, fear, you don't feel appreciated, you have complaints, a lot of complaints about other people. This is where we can identify that, okay, I really could use a little bit of contemplation and introspective, introspectiveness about who I am, where I'm going, what I'm going to be, and how can I shake some of these things that are holding me back. So, Because ultimately, if you don't feel valued, if you don't feel heard, if you don't feel seen, if you don't feel appreciated, this is going to send you into these codependent patterns and relationships that aren't of service to you or the people that you're interacting with. So by get, becoming confident in yourself, really certain in all your choices, losing the emotional pain that you might carry, learning to be tender and compassionate with self, you will find that many doorways and gateways will open up because you finally let go of pieces of you that just don't serve. So for a moment, just close your eyes, and I want you just to connect your entire being and just imagine, are you comfortable with who you are? and say yes or no and then ask it again are you comfortable with who you are to allow the answer to come and then inside say could I love myself more could I love myself more and my answer is yes I could love myself more I could be gentler with myself and I definitely know that I, I still have work to do you know, I'm committed to doing my inner work. So just connecting. And if you feel really good about yourself, if you say, you know, I feel really confident in myself, I feel really valued in all aspects of my life, what a huge blessing. And just have gratitude in this moment. And just be thankful that you're in that place where everything feels really good and flowing. And then if there's any area in your life where you feel like you wish it would change, you're not super confident, you still feel like maybe you're on a tightrope, just acknowledge it because we go in and out of these places where we feel valued or self not worthy of something or wonder why we're not receiving. 
just honor the fact that, yeah, you know, this one part of my life is still going through a major transition, and that's okay, too. And I'm willing to work on it and look at it and see if I can expand. So then you can open up your eyes. And then what I'd like you to do is just to write one element, if you have it, of your exterior self that you would like to work on, where you'd like to have more confidence. Maybe you want to grow your business. Maybe you want to get more intimate in your relationships. Maybe new partners that come in, you want to commit to self that you really want to have confidence and authenticity and transparency. Um, Write it down. Just one thing, so you're not overwhelming yourself with a million things to work on. And then the interior, what part of you could love yourself more? Where is the area? And this could be subtle, too. Are you taking care of yourself? Are you eating healthy? Uh, If you're not doing those things, as mentioned, if you have addictions, then that's a, a thing to look at. If you're addicted to certain things, where you're not valuing yourself because you're not seeing imbalance. So that's another area just to connect to our patterns, how we live our daily lives. And is it helping keeping our mind, body, and spirit in balance? Then I want you to remember back from last week, if you really identified with one of the dependency patterns, write it right below. And the one that you felt that really spoke to you, Write that down and then just let those be. Just look at them and let them rest and just let it go for right now. So from there then we are going to put our exterior and our interior work down knowing that we can do this, that we can reconnect with our self-love, our self-worth, our value, and that we can do this. And where you feel the fear or the doubt, I just want you to note that right now. Just say... I doubt this is possible. I doubt it's possible that I can really succeed in my career. We're going to have you write about that a little bit this week and really contemplate where you're putting up the barriers. Next, look at we're going to look at stepping out of the patterns of blocking ourselves. So if you notice that you bring a lot of doubt into your relationships because you're not confident in yourself, because you're worried about what the other person thinks, because you don't want to lose them in your life. Write that down, but also we're just going to note right now how we can step out of these patterns. So close your eyes, and I want you to imagine that you have 20 different masks in front of you, or 100 or a million, it doesn't matter, just a sea of masks. And then I want you to imagine how many different masks do you wear each day? Do you wear the mask of a mother, a father, a doctor, a lawyer, an artist, a welder, a waste management specialist? What mask do you wear? A friend, a lover, a gambler, a shopaholic. Notice the different masks you wear. And then I want you to imagine in your mind's eye the ones that you're really feeling aligned with, that are really you. And what are the masks you've never worn before? So first, see the, all the masks that are really you. That Yeah, I'm a mother, and I, I'm not perfect, but I really enjoy being a mother, and I take that job seriously. And... All those masks, just imagine putting them off to one side that you're just really confident in. And then I want you to ask yourself, 
and find the mask that you haven't shown the world, the face that you haven't shown the world that is in your solar plexus. You really want them to see that. Just put the mask on for a moment and feel how it feels to be that. Whether you have an aspiration to be an author, uh, to go around the world and travel by foot, if you have an aspiration to live off the grid, but you don't have the confidence to think that you can do it, whatever it might be, just imagine yourself wearing that mask and connect with how that feels. And then I want you to imagine in your mind's eye feeling the success of that moment when you put that mask on. And feel the contentment that you wear that Roll really well. And then tune in, whatever mask you put on, is it aligned with all the truths within you? Remember we talked about just even our environment. Is it aligned with your inner truths and your outer truths? And if the answer is yes, then think about putting that in the same pile of masks that you have with all the different masks or hats, however metaphorically you want to refer to it. But that's something you really want to work on and bring out to the world. Now, notice the masks that you didn't pick up. Notice the masks that you're still wearing that aren't really you in your mind's eye. And say, how can I start to take these off? Drop the veil. Admit hey, I'm not this person. I thought I was, but I'm not. And how are you going to clean that up if if it's big ones? Like if you have some big things, big life changes to make because you realize I'm not this person or I've been masquerading around metaphorically and literally as someone who you aren't. This happens a lot. As I mentioned, even in the entertainment field, there people are going out and portraying themselves as one thing, but then they get behind closed doors and they've never really connected to who or what their soul desires, that they can't stand in that light all the time authentically. And it's not malicious. It's not intentional. They just arrived one day and were in that situation. We've all been in that situation inadvertently on some level. So think about the parts of you that you're really ready to shed, like a beautiful snakeskin. Just imagine in your mind's eye you're just ready to release those faces of self. And then I want you to imagine yourself just letting them go, letting them go into the earth. Just you're finished. As we said last week, thy will be done. I'm done with these masks. I'm done masquerading around as this. Now check in and do these items that you're ready to let go of cause you low self-esteem, lack of confidence, are you afraid to admit that you might have emotional patterns that you need help with? Are you afraid to admit that you need to heal from something that you've been participating in that's not healthy? Even if you're scared, just by just simply imagining letting it go, even though you might have a road to walk with it to fully shed that skin, make the first step in this moment just to let go. Let go of that which doesn't serve you. And then in the mind's eye, 
I want you just to do one more check-in and connecting over in those masks that you really are excited about or want to bring out into the world. And just really ask yourself, are these aligned? One more time, is it aligned? Am I being authentic? Because when we really check in and figure out where we're being authentic and where we're not, when we're not being authentic, that's what happens. That's where we start to have low self-confidence. People aren't going to value us in those positions because we're not confident in them. We're not holding a space of being really certain of ourselves that that's where we're supposed to be. We might be able to masquerade for a while about it, but after a while, it tends to wear on our inner self. It tends to wear on our conscience, and it wears on our heart, you know, this beautiful, tender heart that carries us through so much. And then... As you look at those masks of self, those faces of self, where are you judging yourself in your life right now? Where do you judge yourself? And what is giving you anxiety right now? So write those two things down. There may be more than one response, but just write down. Where do I judge myself and from there then ask yourself, do I need approval? I was having this discussion earlier today with someone about needing approval. We often crave our approval from our parents. Do you need approval? And then if the answer is yes, just real quick one word, why? <laughs> answer why. Good. And then just take a deep, full body breath right now. I know I'm asking a lot of questions. And let's just bring it back into context. That one, we we've identified, as you take these deep breaths, we've identified maybe in our exterior world where we're not confident, where we have doubt, where we don't feel valued, where we're uncertain. And then we identified in our interior world where we might have the same responses. Those two items that you picked from both, coupled with your dependency patterns and any other habits, are your areas of work. And then by looking at the masks, the, the metaphorical masks that we wear, what this does is this provides us with a way to sift out some of the things that we're trying to be, but we're really not. And especially in today's fast-paced world and where there's a lot of people having to do many things to make ends meet, sometimes our energy is being wasted over here and over there. And again, that brings in that Lack of self-confidence, low self-esteem. It's nothing like spending a lot of time working on a lot of things and not feeling like you're getting return. And this happens in our personal relationships. One person might be giving a lot to those relationships and not feel like there's reciprocation. So you have identified what your areas that you want to work on. Maybe you've identified a dependency pattern and the masks that you want to keep. Okay. From there, once you have that laid out, 
you can start your work. You can start just by witnessing and making conscious decisions how to change and let go of some things that aren't serving you. From there also then, we want to look at how can we establish boundaries for ourselves to keep ourselves in healthy, confident situations where we're not challenging challenging ourselves all the time in the sense that we're putting our place ourselves in places of fear, doubt, um, unhealthy dependent relationships. So if you were to drop your boundaries, think about how you are working in your life, how you're having your relationships in your life, and where you feel like you need to have better boundaries. And I'll give you an example. Say you have a client and you're working with them, and on top of what you do for them, let's say you're a movie editor, you decide that you're going to take on extra tasks, cleaning up the office, maybe going and getting their dry cleaning, acting like a personal assistant from time to time. If that's the case, does that serve you, and is it that in the best interest of both your relationships? Because oftentimes when we do these side things, they detract from our work and they actually are supporting potentially a codependent relationship because we're uh, not keeping in a container which we arrived in the relationship. Or are you doing everything in your intimate relationship, your family relationship? And if that's the case, how can you bring balance to that? So let's think about how first you can establish boundaries for self What are your boundaries with your relationships with people? When you become friends or intimate with them, think about how you can have those healthy relationships and are you confident enough to let them know what your boundaries are, especially if people tend to walk all over you. It's a really good practice just to show up and say, hey, this is how I want to have a relationship with you and I'm doing this because I really need to work on my self-confidence. And people are so compassionate. They are willing to be there for you, especially when we're transparent with each other. How do you have boundaries at work? It's really important if you're starting a new job or you have an existing job and you need to bring balance to it, it's okay to establish boundaries. Healthy boundaries in these workplaces directly affect our self-confidence, directly affect how we feel about ourselves, if we feel appreciated, valued, and they keep us feeling as our work environment is balanced and that we are contributing. And then it also helps other people in the environment to stay in check. Again, you can't change anyone else, but you can work on yourself and embody that which you would like everyone else around you to embody. What are your boundaries in your environment? Are you living that which you speak If you're saying, I'm a vegan, are you really a vegan? Or at night, are you eating eggs at home? Think about, are you truly, truly holding boundaries for yourself within your environment and then within your beliefs? And the environment's not just our ecosystem, but it's how we we interact with all our environments, our home environment, our world environments. It's really easy to go out and maybe pontificate about this, that, or the other, yet when we're behind closed doors, that might not be the reality that we're living. When we don't live that which we speak, this, again, affects how we feel about ourselves, how we love ourselves. So think about these boundaries and how we can establish them. And I'm going to put these lists up so you don't have to keep all the notes. 
And one simple way to really do the work is that we can start by just breathing into the heart. As simple and as maybe silly as it sounds, if we start just breathing love into the heart and then exhale love, just saying, gosh, I love myself. And just try it right now. Like, can you say that? I love myself. It feels kind of nice. Like, it brings a smile to my face when I say that. Um, And, you know, it also makes me want to tell all of you that are listening that I love you. So breathe in that love. Receive that love. And gosh. And then exhale that love just out. And feel what that does with your energy field your entire presence. And now, just bringing gratitude. This is another great way just to bring in appreciation for ourselves and some of those judgments or things we might have had earlier on or hot points. Just breathing in and out. The gratitude. Feeling the gratitude. And now what we're going to do in this moment is that we will go into a little heart meditation right now. And this is a little, this is your nourishment right now. When we take time to be in silence with ourselves, this is how we really get to know each other. And before we dive into that, I I was recommending this book earlier this week to a client, um, and well, actually two, and then I opened it up because I wanted to reconnect with it myself. But it's by Osho, and it's called Intimacy, Trusting Oneself and the Other. And when we have self-confidence with each other, that's how we can really relate transparently, authentically, can really hold a high vibration as a community, as a family, interrelationships, and as a society. And so that whole point of love, feeling love, okay, honoring yourself, it's okay to love self. Before you love anyone else, we got to love ourselves, because there's no way we're ever going to find inner peace till we find it right here in our own heart center. So he wrote, When I'm talking about love, I'm talking about this love, a love that is not a relationship but a state of being. Always remember, whenever I use the word love, I use it as a state of being, not a relationship. And another side note that was really powerful is a relationship is needed only because you can't be alone, because you are not capable of meditation. Hence, meditation is a must before you can really love. And there's a lot of truth to that statement. There's a lot of truth to that because if we can't sit with ourselves in silence and feel really good about it, how are we going to share ourselves with anyone else? And this will be an indicator. If we don't have that self-love, we are going to have doubt in our exterior and interior world. And that will impede our flow, as I call it, the cosmic flow, our universal flow, our flow in the, in this world. So with that being said, we're going to take 
about nine minutes to do a meditation. I really encourage, this is your time. This is the time for you to do a little inner work effortlessly and simply. Just closing your eyes, taking a deep breath in, and just connect with the heart. From a lying down or seated position, connect with your physical body and remind yourself of your foundation and your structure that supports you during your day-to-day activities. Connecting with the earth below and the light from above. Slowly allow yourself to release any obstacles or turbulence that seems to have disconnected you from feeling your stability. With a deep breath into your heart, bring your awareness to the beating within your chest. Connect with the physical heart as it vibrates through your body. Now slowly draw your attention to your sacred heart, the spirit, the stillness within you, which connects within your mind, body, and your universal self, and it communes with the outside world. Breathe in and out of your heart. Deep breaths, loving and honoring your ability to feel love, compassion, and peace within your entire being, within your external and internal self. Slowly breathing in and out as you connect with your loving, compassionate, peaceful, and joyous heart. With a slight awareness and attention on your breath, take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Slowly imagine a beautiful flower budding right from your heart center. Reminding you of the love and beauty that exists within you. Drawing attention to its color, its texture, and its scent. As the flower gently opens, it releases any pain, sorrow, anger, and suffering, which constricts you from allowing yourself to receive and give. 
Open yourself to the pure love that exists within you. As the flower continues to open from your chest, breathe in the sweet fragrance which reminds you of the pure love that you are and will always be. Feel the beauty and honor your divine love, harmony, and peace. As your flower completely comes into bloom, take several deep breaths in. Deep breaths. Connecting with the divine love within you. Inhale. Aham Prema Aham Prema Aham Prema Softly repeat with me Aham Prema I am divine love Aham Prema, I am divine love. Aham, Prema, I am divine love. Slowly keep repeating this mantra, silently or out loud.
slowly release the mantra and bring your attention back to your heart center, reminding yourself of the divine love that exists within all of us. Once more, honoring and embracing your love, harmony, and peace, which is your birthright and will always be with you. With deep compassion and joy for yourself and for others, breathe in with gratitude and joy. Thank your higher self for the gift of life and love. Gently draw your attention back to your physical body and connect with your physical space around you. Taking a brief moment to honor your highest self and embrace yourself with love and compassion. And when you are ready, gently open your eyes and move gently back into your day. And now bringing your awareness back to our conversation and just reminding self to, yes, be compassionate with self. Uh, Easy does it as we do this inner work. We really, that's where we find our humility when we realize that, you know, we can do this, but to take it one step at a time. So the simple effortless way is just to connect your heart center and really to connect in silence and taking breaths and breathing in and out and taking time before you take action. So if you're feeling doubt, if you're feeling fear, if you are very aware of maybe some dependencies that you have in your life and or addictions, to take time to A, identify them, B, if you feel like it's just way too much for you to handle, reach out. I'm here. There's many resources that we can connect you with that are aligned. And we can find a plan for you. But the the whole point of these sessions are to teach you how to do your own inner work, your own self-help. And then that's why we have these wonderful resources of people that can work with you one-on-one. But start by breathing into the heart and then also, again, revisiting the topics we talked about earlier to bring balance to those items in your life in the exterior and interior and your dependency patterns. Take some time in this next week uh, to take a moment to meditate, even if you only do five minutes before and after. And then also your day, before and after your day, beginning and end, to take that time just to get quiet. And then also to take the time in this next week to really start witnessing and writing down the people you feel like you're having dependency issues in relationships. And you might notice one significant area. It might just be in work. It might be in family. Notice what it is and say, okay, I'm going to start trying to change my behavior, change my pattern with this person and start let go of some of that stuff inside that makes me feel constricted. And with those things, writing about it, witnessing it, and taking time for breath work or meditation, you will start to notice a shift within your world around you. 
Now, some of you may want to reach out and have some extra support. Feel free a, to email me, um, and we can connect that way. Happy to be here for you along the way, and also see where you might be able to simply start peeling back the layers. So the other component that we are going to conclude on is is just judgment. During this process, if you find yourself judging others and judging yourself, make it a practice that every time you bring those thoughts, words, or actions, like active judgment, into your life, that means maybe retracting or moving towards or away someone because you're in judgment of them, practice dropping that activity because this, again, is something that dramatically affects how we feel about ourselves. When we judge someone, we basically feel like we're judging ourselves and it doesn't raise that vibration of how we can relate with each other. So simple practice, if you find yourself talking about someone, uh, His Holiness, the Dalai Lama said this once, imagine that you have uh, dog poop in your mouth and that quickly usually curbs that. Uh, Maybe a little extreme, but if you just think of it a couple times, it may make you laugh and then realize why am I talking about this? Uh, use your energy more mindfully. Use it to be constructive and do your work so that you can show up better for all the people that you're touching every day. We talked about that last week. If you do this work, you can actually have this magnificent world around you because you're comfortable in it. You're comfortable with the landscape that you see, that you live in. You're attracting the people that you want to connect with and you're having healthy, positive relationships in all aspects of your life. Now, we have someone listening that uh, brought up the point of that how it felt when they said, I love you, that they felt uh, they got this feeling in their chest, but they also were feeling a little guilty saying that. And I encourage you guys to say that as much as you can to yourself, that you love yourself, or use that mantra, aham prema, if you feel a little... uh, goofy saying I love you but take the time I tell all my family and friends and even people I don't know that I love them all the time because I really do feel that way the more you bring that energy into your heart center you just exude it you want to share it and it's a great way to feel more confident because you're really mindful when you're saying that you're not just saying it because but really feel into how that feels and how it opens it up and how your vibration changed. And then the other thing that you can do is bring gratitude in. If you don't feel confident in using that word love yet, uh, use the word gratitude and bring gratitude for all the things that are around you, all the things that are in their flow. And then just focus on those areas that you really want to bring some attention to, bring some confidence to. What will happen is then you will see that you're perceived value changes, how you meet the world, all of a sudden your world's abundant, it's not scarce. You will see the landscape around you change. And right now as a global community, it will really help all of us if we start reconnecting to this passion in our belly, this love in our heart, and exuding this confidence to the world that we can get through this because many of our belief systems and everything are being shattered right now. And this is the perfect time just to reconnect and show up for ourselves and the world around us every day with confidence 
and deep appreciation for the gifts that we deliver to the world. So in conclusion for today, I just would like to thank all of you for being here and taking the time to listen to yourself. And I encourage all of you to go back and explore the exterior and the interior, where you feel valued, where you don't, where you feel appreciated, and where you feel loved. Notice, celebrate the areas that are all aligned, and then the ones that aren't, start start there. But pick one thing at a time. Take time to meditate and get still. Welcome in love. Welcome in balance, reciprocatory relationships in all aspects of your life. And the world will start to shift around all of us. So thank you once again for joining me. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to email me at s at suzannetoro.com. That's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-T-O-R-O.com. Again, that's s at suzannetoro.com. We'll be connecting next week to dive deeper into our inner work and connect to how we can continue fostering self-love transformation and just joy in our everyday life deep bow soft gaze namaste